Welcome back to Logan Theory. I want to talk a little bit about religion today because it's kind of a sore spot, I think, when it comes to spirituality or anything that differs from religion, especially when you're talking to people who are like Muslim or Christian. Those seem to be, well, they're the biggest uh, religions in the world, so more people that you come across are probably of those. Um, although, if you haven't noticed, religion, as an organized religion anyway, is becoming a dying breed. And why is that? Well, we are moving away from the age of Pisces into the age of Aquarius, and we're only 130 years away, or I should say we are still 130 years away. We are not on the cusp at the precipice, but we are heading in that direction, and we're going to be moving more to society, the future, progressionism, and we're going to be moving away from that Pisces energy, which does rule spirituality and illusion, especially, become, uh, especially coming uh, from those topics, right? It's a good time, too, as well, when we get into that. And I talked about Age of Aquarius and astrological ages in general, I think, in my last uh, podcast episode. But we're also moving away from illnesses and famine and disease and all that stuff as well. So I think that it's a good progression as we move forward. Um, a lot of people separate, though, religion and astrology. And our biggest issue on Mystic Rebels, which is uh, you know the spiritual page that I have with my wife is not religion or religious people as a whole. It's the ones who press and push and shove their religion down our throats and the people, that, like not just us, everybody, right? They push their beliefs on everybody else and no one else can believe anything because honestly, they've been indoctrinated. You're not, you're not living with faith. You're not stepping in step with God. You're not celebrating or worshiping Jesus. You are regurgitating things you've heard in a church from gospel, from religious text that, by the way, has been curated and important parts removed so that the agenda of the church is what you have learned. And so many people uh, who are religious refuse to even look into the fact that this is true. Um, there's just, it's been rewritten so many times, translated so many times that that written word, and most importantly, it's not even the translations that are the issue. It is literally the Catholic Church that has come in, taken pages, taken entire books out of uh, religious text and just gotten rid of it. And I wouldn't even doubt that they've rewritten some of it um, because, you know, they're, they're pushing control. Because church at one point used to be government. Now, with all of that aside, I just really want to talk more about religion in the sense of um, the spiritual side of it, faith and astrology. And for some reason, it seems like they're completely segregated, divided. You know, we get people who are religious who come on all the time and tell, of us, tell us that we are Satanists, that we're devil worshiping, that we are working with the devil to manipulate evil energies and they call us all kinds of stuff and i'm just like well planets exist in outer space and they move around we've witnessed and documented the energies and the impacts from these uh, celestial bodies and that is a science called astrology i don't discount religion i don't discount faith i don't personally believe what most people out there believe but i also don't tell people that they can't and that's our issue my issue but I think most people's issue with uh, people who are religious, who push their version of whatever they've learned and they believe onto everybody else because they either read it in a book or the book, uh, or they were taught sermon after sermon. And to be completely honest, 
I'm going to talk about it in my journey. But I was Catholic for like, I don't know, five or six years before I walked away from that. And it had to do with the cult-like nature of church. Stand here, sit here, repeat here, chant this, sing this, only these lines, over and over, repetition, repetition, repetition. That's why people can can uh, recite um, you know, hymns and gospel and, and uh, you know, scripture and whatnot, because it's so repetitive that it, it just becomes part of their nature, second nature. And I'm not saying there's not good qualities and there aren't good stories and good. I've always seen, by the way, and many people who are religious are going to disagree, but I've always seen the Bible not as a documentation of anything that actually happened, but more like Aesop's fables, where these stories... Um, are rooted in the real world and have morals that you're supposed to learn from each story. That's how I've always seen it. And I think that there is intrinsic value there. I think you get traditions from there. I think you get morality and ethics uh, and to learn to be a good person and strive. But I don't think that the fear-mongering that is associated with religion, that if you're a good person, you go to heaven, this fantastical place that we learned in the Matrix, we would shut down anyway if we actually got there. I know it's a fictitious movie, but the thought behind that is completely true. If we were to ever have this utopia existence, it wouldn't. we would not jive with it, even on a spiritual level. There has to be the balance. There has to be the opposition. But worse, purgatory, hell, you know, the underworld, whatever you want to call it, that if you're bad, that's where you're going, right? So scare you into it. At the same time saying that somebody has died for all of your sins and you can't sin... But if you do sin, go talk to the priest and tell him what you did, and then you can go ahead and do whatever you did. So it's not really a big deal, just as long as you tell this guy over here or tell the, you know, the big guy upstairs what you did, you know, go on with your life. If you do it again, just come back. I've never, uh, none of that has ever vibed with me, uh, which is kind of how my journey is. But I have to stress this, that I don't care if you believe it, Right? As long as you're not trying to convince me that what you believe is true. Everybody should be able to believe whatever they want to believe. I can prove astrology to you. You cannot prove gospel to me. You cannot sit there and point at something and say, this here is a result of this, and I can show you, and I can show you that if you do this to it, that it's going to manifest in this way. And I, you couldn't tell me that in three days from now that you're going to feel like this, like I can do with astrology. But you don't even have to believe astrology. I don't care if you don't. I just want people who do think that astrology is real and do want to study it and believe in the science, that they're studying the right thing and not the pop culture nonsense that I'll talk about in another episode. So the real issue has always been with religious types that force it down your throat. My personal journey, I had a very, very rough, rough life um, growing up. My childhood was just awful. Maybe one day I'll kind of get into that. But, you know, for the first seven or so years of my life, uh, no religion, no God. I didn't even know the word God was a word or could be an energy or a person or a thing or a creator. Didn't know that any of that existed. Didn't know religion was even a thing. That's not how my childhood was. Uh, between the abuse and the going from homes into foster care into whatnot until I was adopted. Just none of that was ever a part of it. I, there's a lot of things I didn't know as a child. And then, you know, once I was adopted, my family was Catholic. 
and uh, to varying degrees, not all of them, some of my family were Jewish, some were agnostic, some were atheists, but my immediately, immediate, the immediate people that I dealt with were, uh, were Catholic. And, uh, you know, we went to church, I went to Sunday school, uh, I did communion, I was baptized when I was eight, did the whole thing. Uh, and then, you know, it, it was actually in Sunday school, one of the main things that really got me was um, they, the nuns wheeled out this TV because I'm old enough that that's how it worked back in the day. It was a big old box TV that really had a small monitor on it. And they showed uh, a bunch of reenactments and things like that. One of them was the parting of the Red Sea. And I was like 11 or 12, I guess, uh, maybe 10, 10, 11, 12. I'll just say 11, 12. And uh, watching that, just thinking, absolutely not. There's no way. Uh, none of this ever happened. And even when it did, you know, the water was like this thick and then they walked straight across. And uh, I was just like, I just know geography and topography and that even if you did move the water, you'd have to go down a very long distance to be able to go across at any point. Um, so I questioned it and the nuns had a problem with that and, uh, I questioned everything and I really, you know, I always question things. That's just been my life. Like never, things don't actually fall in place for me like that. So I have to question everything to get, um, to get answers. And, uh, you know, this is what has made me a critical thinker. This is what, you know, has made me what some people call a conspiracy theorist, whatever it is, it has helped me survive and get this to this point in my life question after question that could not be answered, things that they were saying in sermon where I was like, you know, stop, stop blaming everything on Jesus. It's like backhandedly blaming Jesus for everything or saying that Jesus is the answer to everything. Give me some concrete answers, even within rooted in whatever you're talking about here. And they couldn't do it. And really all it came down to was this. They kept saying God was great. God was good. God is almighty. God is, in, uh, <laughs> I almost said impotent. <laughs> God is omnipotent, uh, just everywhere, every question, hears everything, sees everything, really. So then why, for my entire life, did you allow the things to happen to me, to happen to people I know, to happen to my biological sister? Why did you allow those things to happen? They were horrific. And what happened to me is not the worst thing to happen to any child, but it's pretty freaking repeatedly bad. And then even when I got into foster care, that was bad. And then when I was adopted, you gave me this uncle that I loved. Is this six foot, I think he was like six five, uh, big gay dude. He was my, my adoptive father's brother. Loved him to death. He treated me like I was always there. Not that I was the adopted kid, that I was always a part of the family. And then a couple years later, he died. Why would you do that? If you love all your children, why would you do that? So my journey continues on. I'm questioning everything. Eventually, I start saying none of this could possibly be real, and I become atheist. And then I go through, and I hate God, and I believe that he hates me, or she. At some point, I'm like, well, why can't it be a woman? Uh, we already know that Adam and Eve is not the original story, that Adam and Lilith is, but nobody wants to talk about. The church covered that up. And we continue on and uh, eventually uh, became homeless. I lived in my car for over two years in Los Angeles, did a lot of self-reflecting and eventually became agnostic where I was kind of like, I don't think it's him. 
but I think something or someone. Then eventually I got to the point where I am now a couple of years ago where I became somewhat spiritual. I am still not what I would consider a very spiritual person. However, I do believe that energies exist. I do believe in spirits. I do believe in a lot of things um, that would be considered spiritual, but I have like a certain depth that I go. And then anything beyond that, either I'm too weary of what could be there or skeptical, or I just think that it might be off the deep end a little bit. Because I think sometimes people go to extremes. I know they do, right? Look at politics, look at religion. You know that the, the extremes exist. And recently it came back to, I've realized by trying to debunk astrology, because that's how I got into it, that it's actually legitimate. There are a lot of Christian astrologers out there. How can that possibly be? Well, that's because they shouldn't be segmented or segregated. They should be married together. You could still believe in God and believe in astrology. After all, who made everything? Who made the planets? And if you believe that God made the planets, did he just make empty rocks that float out in space for no reason whatsoever? Or did he give them a purpose to help you know, with divine timing and energy and cycles and things like that with our lives? So that maybe, you know, there's a, I read up on a, a religion called deism, and I didn't get too deep into it, but one of the things I did catch off of it was um, that God was a cosmic clockmaker. Essentially, he created everything, and then he just stepped back and watched it. And that, that kind of aligns more in, I guess, my theory, because if you have all these angels who are supposedly answering prayers, and they're very selective, but they're there for your best interest, then again, why have you allowed such horrific things to happen, not only to me, but to so many people in the world? that you just cannot explain outside of energy, uh, karma, things like that, right? It just doesn't make any sense. So um, to wrap all of that into a nice little bow, again, I don't, I don't mind anybody being super hyper-religious. I don't like conversations where every sentence has to include the word Jesus in it. Um, but if you have your own faith and use that to guide you, use that to make good decisions, be a good person, help others, go to church, sing in choir, all good stuff, because I think that faith is a very beautiful thing. I think faith is extremely necessary um, because the four pillars that I believe in are physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual, and all four of them need to be in balance. Now, if you take any of them to the extreme, you remain out of balance, and then your life doesn't feel whole or complete, and you're always looking for those missing pieces. So however it manifests for you, that's great. Don't push it on anybody else. Leave me alone. Leave everyone else alone. Do your own thing. And if somebody's looking for guidance, absolutely, you know, contribute. Give that. And if you want to use your spirituality, your religion at that point to help people, sure. But, you know, the whole thing where people come onto our pages and tell us that we're evil and that we're, you know, doing black magic and that God is the only path and blah, blah, blah. I believe in God, just not the guy in the white coat on the chair outside of Morgan Freeman.